From the streets of the Hamptons, peace of the mansion I've been on the mission, take the knowledge for ransom Had to free my mind, get a little expansion huh. Heard the hill ahead of triple your chances From the streets of the Hamptons, peace of the mansion I've been on the mission, take the knowledge for ransom Had to free my mind, get a little expansion huh. Heard the hill ahead of triple your chances From the streets of the Hamptons, peace of the mansion I've been on the mission, take the knowledge for ransom Had to free my mind, get a little expansion huh. Heard the hill ahead of triple your chances From the streets of the Hamptons, peace of the mansion I've been on the mission, take the knowledge for ransom Had to free my mind, get a little expansion huh. Heard the hill ahead of triple your chances Welcome to the Hood the Healer Show. We're back. This would be episode uh, five, but we're gonna reset things. We we got a new setup going on. We really respect y'all support. We really do. Thank you. So we thought it was only right to step our game up for y'all. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm excited about it. Um, I appreciate you for even you know helping me with this setup. So you know I, I owe that to you right there. No oh, teamwork. Yeah, that's that you should you show good like you know leadership and and you show that you are actual actually a good teammate and I definitely salute you for that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you came on you you didn't even ask questions like oh am I getting paid this that and the other. You was like I'm just down. So anybody yeah. who's down to rock with me like that, of course, if we can step it up, let's roll, man. I, and I that's hope it helped you in other ways. With yeah. other things that you got going on, really, I really yeah. hope it helps. Yeah, but, it definitely motivated me to to, to want to add on to what's the situation. So, you know, I, I could see studio monitors being in here and stuff like that. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I got yeah. mine. I got mine. I love mine. They, yeah. I don't know if my neighbors love them so much. <laughs> That's where that hood comes in, y'all. I'm really, I'm trying. I got a yeah. neighbor who's a pastor. I ask him all the time. I'm like, is my music bothering you? And he looks at me. He's like, Mm-mm, no, I just go in the other room. I'm like, dude, just tell me. I'll turn it down. I'm like, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. But you, you ever consider it. That's a good thing. <laughs> but uh, I know tonight's episode, we're going to talk about purpose and yeah. uh, how you just said I'm a good teammate. That's that's my purpose. My purpose is really to help people. But I just recently mm. fully discovered that path. Like I, I used to overextend myself and I had to find balance and in that balance, I'm finding my purpose and that's teaching other people like how to find themselves. Yeah. Peace with themselves. Mm. Now, we are very similar in that sense. Like I feel like my purpose is to help people as well. Like I love, you know, helping people. I'm on a phone every day getting calls from people asking me questions about health and wellness or relationship issues and stuff. And um, I had to get to a place where I had to find balance as well, you know, because sometimes I overextend or, you know, I'm, I'm self-sacrificial. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I, I sacrifice huge parts of myself in order to make sure that other people are good. And it, it, that's a gift and it's also a curse as well because you also get to a place where you neglect yourself, you know, so... Um, like what I can say about, you know, just added on to this topic of purpose is when you find your purpose, you do have to find time to, you know, make sure your, your cup is full as well. You know, because if you got an empty cup, you can't pour into others. And I had to learn that. Oh, man, I, mm-hmm. I, I emptied my cup way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was uh, writing in my book today that I'm working on and that was part of what I was actually writing about is how I lost myself in my mom's addiction, because that's Mm. the basis of the book. And I started talking about in there how my whole life became consumed with making sure she was okay and alive. Mm. And she's only been gone for three years. So I'm still readjusting to like giving myself self-care, self-love, attention and putting the energy on myself like that's been a whole process and a journey mm-hmm. that big journey <laughs> yeah 
but I, I'm pretty sure like for all journeys, like, you know, you at a place to where you can actually appreciate the journey. Because sometimes we thinking about the end goal and it, it could become, you know, um, frustrating and also bring anxiety because like we, we so invested in this end goal and we often just don't appreciate the journey. So one thing I learned is like, you know, like go take the ride for what it is and, and, and enjoy it. It's like, you know, um, when I fly on a plane, I like to look out the window because you're seeing the clouds and, you know, just seeing the sun and seeing little things like up close that you don't normally see when you're on ground level. And um, yeah, I'm going to Atlanta where it may be fun and I get to see my daughter and stuff like that. But the 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 part that excites me is just being able to see those things along the way and appreciate them. Even if it's turbulence on a plane, like, okay, cool, I'm going to take it for what it is. And then once we get past that little dark cloud and it's like the sun again and everything looks bright, you can say, oh, hey, cool, yeah, now I'm going to relish and enjoy this little time. I didn't enjoy the turbulence too much, but now that I'm past that, I get to enjoy the sun a little bit, the clouds, the puffy clouds and the blue sky and just, you know, fantasize or meditate a little bit or whatever the case. Um, but I, I learned to just appreciate that, appreciate that journey. And um, even with, you know, doing my, my business endeavors, you know, um, just the highs and lows up and downs, just appreciating that, you know. You know, I learned without the the lows, you really can't appreciate the highs. Oh, that talk about it. Really like the ultimate. I, I will admit that I had a lot of great moments pass me by because I couldn't appreciate them because I didn't experience the lows that I've experienced now. So with hindsight, I could admit that I was ungrateful. <clears throat> I could admit that I didn't appreciate what I had in the moment because I was, as you said, thinking about the end game. I wanted something grander and yeah. grandiose. And those small moments, they didn't just, you know, you like, oh, this could be better. You know, I was always like, yeah. well, this is cool, but it could have been instead of focusing on the fact that, hey, you've been presented with this blessing, this opportunity, and you should enjoy it. So turn it down a little bit. I'm going to turn it down a little bit to see you, bro. That's cool. This is good. No, that's fine right there. Hold on, I'm going to turn it down a little bit. So it's still kind of... Well, at least y'all know we still real on this show. We're, we're, uh, yeah. we're not going to change. You, all kind of yeah. crazy happen. Yeah, you you got to keep it real, you know, like... like Hood to Hiller, you know what I'm saying? That's that's where we at right now, you know. Hood to Hiller, but yeah. Um, when it when when I when I think about purpose, right? Sometimes we we look at it as something that we have to seek, right? Like, oh, I have to find it, you know. Um, but I just came to this conclusion that purpose it actually finds you, you know, at the at the right time. You know, and um, but then when it finds you, you say, I always was this type of person. Like, like I always was a humanitarian. I always was that. Like, why didn't I notice that this was my purpose all along? <laughs> you know, like it's because like it reminded me of that. Um, those memes I see where um, it was a meme I seen of a, a, a Jesus figure. And and it was a little girl. She was crying. And he had like a big teddy bear behind him, and he was taking away the small teddy bear. Yeah, I've and, seen that same one. Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, and it reminds me of that. Like, you know, um, you, you tell God your plans, you know, he'll laugh at it, you know, because there's always a bigger plan for for us, right? And we 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 got this thing, like, you know what, my purpose is going to be like you kind of decided, like it's going to be, you know, to let's say, um. Put build homes and you know put homeless people in it, whatever the case. Like you know, because we like we always want to do good service, right? And then you start to live this life, and he's like, oh well, well, um, well, my purpose was actually to build a whole a whole center for little kids that just come and dwell. Like, and you find you stumble across that, and then you find satisfaction in it, and it's like, Bro, wow, look, like <laughs> so, ever interrupt you on here. But how crazy is it? So two things that you just said 
our, the alignment is nuts. So literally when you text me and you were like, what were you doing? And I told you I was working on the document. I was actually watching Pastor Michael Todd at the same time of Transformation Church. Mm-hmm. And one of the most outstanding things he said in there was, you have to let go of everything else in order to make room for your blessing. And mm. you just, and like, so the thing about the the children and the space for the children, I just was looking at properties because Pastor Michael Todd said, this is how he did it. And I just did this like three days ago. I found this property that I've went past a hundred times in my, in the last month. And I was mm. like, I'm going to put my logo on the front of it. And this is going to be the first building where we get these kids. This is where I'm going to create this safe space for all of these kids. And I'm going to get these programs going for Save Our Families. So mm-hmm. I don't really talk about all of my businesses on Hood the Healer, but I have a nonprofit yeah. called Save Our Families. And mm-hmm. my literally my whole goal is to be able to take the medit. I'm getting ready to go get a meditation certification. Mm-hmm. And I want to to bring these kids and I'm going to reel them in with video games and all that little silly crap, but y'all going to do some meditation. Yeah. yeah. Inner work. You want to go play all these games and get exposure to all this different stuff. That's fun. Well, you got to come and take the other classes too. And Mm -hmm. that's going to get to this youth. And y'all please steal the business model. Please steal it. Please help these kids. I don't care if you run off with the idea. Let's collaborate. But please have wholehearted intentions. Please. Yes, yes. I, I, I love that love too. That. And oh, I'm hearing a are you hearing something? Everything good on my end? It's good. I don't hear nothing. All right, good, good. All right, good. We good. We good now. All right. So um I was I was gonna piggyback off of that, like just give it just giving more of ourselves, you know? And and also when people think about purpose, like they think about this big extravagant thing, right? Like the biggest, you know, mission there is. But some of us, you know, some people out there may have these jobs where, you know, where you work at a school and it could be the smallest thing. It could be lunchroom lady. It could be, you know, gym teacher, school aide, or whatever. And if we're looking at these jobs and we're saying like, oh man, I'm working, I'm working, I'm going to have my own business or whatever the case, which is cool. But when you think about that child that feels great when anytime you come to work, like when you come to work and they see you and it's like, hey, like Miss Christie, like how you doing or whatever the case. And it's like, that's, that's a purpose as, as well. Like you, you, that child could be going through things at home, you know, and you just don't know what their life consists of, but just by you being in the building and, and them seeing and experiencing your presence, it, it changes things. And we look at that like it's nothing, but that's that that could be a purpose. Your purpose I could just be. Time. I was yeah, right. And I think you mentioned like you do school security, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, yeah, I do both job. I'm a school aide for a department of education, and then. After school, I work at security. Okay. I'm around kids all day. (laughs) The most influential people in my life for seventh and eighth grade was a a security guard at my school named Miss Barnes. Mm -hmm. And like four years ago, I ran into her. She was standing outside of one of the worst high schools in my city and giving all the kids the same love that she used to give me. And I made my mom pull over and I said, look, I need to talk to her. And she goes, is that your old security guard? I said, yes, ma'am. I need to talk to her. And the only thing I could tell her was, thank you. Like, you don't know what you did for me. And just the look Mm -hmm. on her face to hear that she was like, wow. I was like, you you literally got me through some of the toughest times in my life. My mom was on crack. Like, I was losing it. I was losing my mom to the streets and that lady, she could see it and she would pull me to the side and just give me advice that young ladies need, especially when their moms aren't there and she didn't have to. And that was one of those things where I learned that no matter what, you got to be a blessing to everybody because you really don't know what they're going through. Yeah. That's purpose right there. I salute, I salute her. She probably don't even know. And it's people like that don't even know. Like, because 
when I think about purpose, I think about alignment. Like it's, it's not a job. It, it's, it's something that it doesn't even feel like work because you, you, you so, you so deep and rooted into, you know, who you are in, in, in your, and your significance to the world that you do it effortlessly. Like, it's not even like, you know, something that you got to think about. It's just, I wake up every day. I just want to make somebody happy. I like, it makes me happy to make other people happy. And it doesn't seem like a purpose, but it really is, you know, like, and the reason why I keep saying this over and over repetitiously is because we got a lot of people out there that struggling and saying like, I don't know what my significance is. I don't know what my will is to the world. And I just want to tell people to take a step back, look at your life and think about all the times you made somebody smile. Think about all the times that you was on the phone with somebody and you helped them through a tough time. Think about the times where somebody didn't have and you gave it to them and then that, and then that changed and made their day feel better. Think about those times and then, Pat yourself on the back for it. You, you are living your purpose. If everybody that has wind inside their lungs, the ground beneath their feet has a purpose. I, I, it it kind of hurts me when I hear people say, no, I don't even know my purpose. I don't know my significance. And I just say, no, that's because you're looking outside of yourself. Look, look, look inside of yourself. Live inside yourself for just one moment. And you can see all the goodness that you have done in the world. That's purpose. That's purpose right there. You don't have to have, a, you don't have, to have the biggest bag. You don't have to have the biggest house. You don't have to have the best job. Just you making somebody day. You putting five, $5.50 in somebody's cup. <laughs> you buying somebody a coffee because they were short and they left their, their bank card at home whatever that you are doing the work <laughs> pat yourself on the back for that and congratulate yourself and be proud that you're doing something amazing because there's a lot of people out here that's doing things destructive in your building so many people are wrapped up in uh the social media image nowadays mm. that they don't understand that they really are living their purpose like you said not everybody is meant to be a millionaire and that's just honest. Yeah. I'm going to put in a lot of work. And if I don't become a millionaire, I'm okay with that because yeah. I'm doing my purpose. Yeah. If if for some reason I only reach $200,000 in my bank account and that's the most I ever make, that's fine. I'm going to live glorious on that $200,000 because I've lived with $20 in my bank account. I've lived yeah. with negative $20 in my bank account. So if you can't be... Yeah glorious with $200,000, you really are looking outside for everything else because money is not happiness. And I can attest to that because like I said, I've had none and I've still find a way to be happy. I still find a way to just go sit at the park and enjoy the sun beating on my face because I was blessed with another day. So it's, it's all, it's that inner work. You really have to yeah. do that inner work. I really suggest that people try to disconnect from social media, even if it's just for a couple hours a day and spend a little time with yourself, grab a book. Actually, I'm starting a book club at the top of January. So if anybody wants to join the book club, hit me up. We'll get you in the book club. Let's learn some stuff and start growing in every capacity because that is our purpose. Like you're always going to be a student and that's what everybody needs to realize if at one point in time you decide you have nothing left to learn, you're giving up on life. Mm. We, we but, just, yeah. we, we I, have to continuously grow like right here. I'm just gonna, I literally just started this. It's uh one of the best books that I've hopped into in a long time, but I have like six more books sitting right here too. And I also just ordered two more books today. Like we just have to keep absorbing that knowledge or we will get trapped in superficial ideologies. And it's, mm. we have to move forward from those. We are so consumer based that we, we are lost from our purpose. Mm. We are focused on the material items, focused on wealth gain. We do mm. get 
distracted from our actual purpose. I know people who have found their purpose and gotten very rich off of it and they do the right things. But then there are people who have strayed from their purpose and lost all of their wealth because they strayed from their purpose. So you can't base your purpose on a monetary value. Like you were saying, it's about the blessings that you pay forward to other people because it's bigger than you at the end of the day. The more you give, the more you receive. That's how karma works. That's how the cycle of energy works. You, you, you said something that really like made me think on a deeper level when you said something like um, you can get distracted from your purpose. That that is big. That is huge. Like distractions is basically like the new norm. And I say that because we 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 are granted with technology, and technology is a gift and a curse. I love technology because look what we're doing right now. We in two different states right now, and we are able to connect on on a huge level to help people. And to assist people in their spiritual journey, and and, they, and that's amazing, right? But you got people that life is is empty if they're not on social media. If if they if their partner isn't showing them attention on social media, it, it's an issue. Like you can get the attention in real life, but that don't mean nothing. If those people on social media don't see that, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, um, yeah, I'm, I'm loved and I get two, three meals a day and my, 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 my family and my children love me. But if I don't got 10K followers, I'm pretty much nothing. Man, I've never, never cared about a follower. When I first started, I really had like 20 followers for like six months. And I was like, 20 people are interested in me? Wow, that's groundbreaking. (laughs) Now I have like, all through all of my social medias, all of my businesses, I have like a 20,000 people reach. And it's like, that's huge. (laughs) And I've, you know, artists receive like fan mail and all of that. I've started getting fan mail. And I'm like, this is weird. Like it's, it's weird. And it shows me like, I'm really falling into my purpose, but I don't get absorbed in it because it's just giving me the fuel to go harder, to give the people more, to help the people like, okay, y'all, y'all are enjoying this content. Let me give you more because if you're growing from it, then I'm doing my purpose, but I can't let that go to my head because then I'll get distracted. Like, oh, I got to make the best content this week so everybody's going to like it. No, I'm going to give you the real. We're going to get these raw episodes. If we've got audio glitches, hey, here we are. If we've got video glitches, oh, I got a virus on my computer. Sorry, something happened. You know, We're going to give you this real. And we want you guys to understand that it's okay to be authentic in everything you do. Everything you do, be authentic. Like when you're finding your purpose, it, you have to be authentic or else you can't find that purpose. Denying who you are denies you your purpose. And mm. I blocked my own purpose for many of years. Just going to say it. Hip Hop Digital and 216 The Takeover, my original company that most people I'm networked with know me for. They were blocking my purpose. Mm. They, they were the opposite of my purpose. And... Mm. It took a long time to realize that I was pushing out negative music constantly through my site. Now, I had a man, his name's Silver B. Most people from my city and other and some rounding cities know him. He's always been very conscious about uh, cussing and things like that. And I wasn't in the industry, but all of six months. And he looked at me, he said, keep it clean. So everything, all the interviews I did, things like that, I didn't cuss. As you see, I hardly slip up and cuss on here because I try to keep it clean for our viewers. But the music I was posting, it was the worst of the worst. 
because that's mm-hmm. what got views. Literally, mm-hmm. Gucci Man, Young Jeezy, Ti, the worst of the worst. They got the most views. Everything that encouraged selling drugs and violence. And I'm sorry to name them three, but you know that's my mm-hmm. era, and that's what I listen to. And mm-hmm. they encouraged me. Like I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I sold weed up until I was 23 years old, and I made money. And I I have to admit this because there will be people who don't like the success I reach and try to tell my story for me, but I'll tell it for you. I got my money out the streets. Like that's how I took care of my family. I took my grandmother's guardianship at 18 and I had to have money. I had to maintain. My mom was on drugs and nobody else was going to do it for us. So that's how I survived. And I couldn't bring myself to sell crack because my mom smoked crack and Mm -hmm. I saw what it did to people. So selling weed, I didn't see anybody doing nothing crazy for that. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was okay, but I'll admit it. I crossed the line and it's one of the worst things I ever did that strayed me from my purpose. I started Mm -hmm. selling pain pills before I understood what opiates were. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the worst, like I still regret it. And I only did that for like a year until I wrapped my my mind around that I was basically selling heroin in a legal like form, even though what I was doing wasn't legal. It was being obtained from legal sources. People were getting them from a pharmacy and selling them to me and I was reselling them. You know, it's, it's not an ideal living, but it paid my rent. It made sure that my grandmother could eat when my mom stole everything out of our house. What are we going to do? So I fell into the wrong purpose and I thought switching over to the music industry. Okay. I was cleaning my act up, but then I realized like pushing that music, I'm I'm really hurting our youth. My demographic, I looked at my analytics and I mean, I'm getting 100,000 views a week, quarter million views a month. And I'm looking at my analytics and I'm like, my target market right now is showing the numbers of 14 to 20. Wow. Look at the crime rate. Mm. Oh, I have to move out of this market and I have to step into my purpose. And it was really hard to close hip hop digital. That was my baby. That's that's my end. That's how I moved. That was my money. That's, you know, it was really hard. But God said, if you really want what you deserve, you have to close that and move away from that. And I did. And I stepped into my purpose with Hood the Healer, Save Our Families. And I'm ultimately going to rebrand hip hop digital as a media company that only produces our own content. We're going to end up making movies, documentaries, things like that. You know, it's all going to be with a purpose. We're not going to feed you negativity because what you eat is what you become. Yes. And and that is not just in the, the physical form, audio, video, what you read. You become that. You allow those things to shape your perspectives and your thoughts subconsciously. So really to align with your purpose, you have to focus on what you're looking at and clean it up. If you're constantly looking at things that are opposite of your purpose, you're not going to move forward in the right area of your, your goals. Yeah. And you, um, you mentioned something and I want to, um, add on to that. Um, we, as human beings, the human being side of things, we, we fall short sometimes. So it's important that you learn to reprogram yourself. So if you do consume something, and not only in the physical, like we said, where the physical would be like, you know, what you eat and things like that. But the spiritual, if you like, you know, watch something that you wasn't supposed to be watching and it's not therapeutic or essential to you spiritually, you, you got to get back in line and reprogram yourself. How do you reprogram yourself? You reprogram yourself with, you know, watching something positive or listening to a podcast that, you know, they they are targeting people that want and need more positivity in their life. You know, um, reading, read a good self-help book, um, meditation. These are ways that you can reprogram yourself mentally and get yourself back on track 
you know, we fall short sometimes. Um, like Christy always say, you know, we, we gonna give you the real, the raw. Um, it's not always glamorous. It's not always um, beautiful. However, you know, you, you have to be your own coach at times, and sometimes you have to be your own worst critic. And you have to look within yourself and say, yo, w- w- what are the things that I'm trying to change? And once you discover that answer, then you could just make those changes. You know, um, I always say is the reason why I say things is so easy and simple because you can always just do the opposite of what isn't working. And that's the way how you can adjust and make things work in your favor. Like, okay, I'm doing it this way. This isn't the, the best way. This isn't working. Let me stop doing that and do the opposite of that, you know? Like, for me, um, one, one of my major things, my main things, as I love to speak about personal experiences. For me, um, one of the things that I had to rewire was um, pornography. And the reason why, um, and, I, 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 and I'm not trying to say that it's a bad thing, you know, um, I feel like it becomes bad when you are really, really, really consumed with that, like, Every day you gotta watch this thing, and it becomes um, an addiction. An and addiction, that, and that, like, my whole book is about addictions. So yeah. pornography absolutely is a valid addiction. Yeah, if it is. it to be. Yeah, and, and and one thing about that for me, um, it it kind of, I would say, it kind of stumped the growth of my relationship like my personal relationship because you start to mirror the things that you see and you, and when you are intimate with your partner, you got to be attentive to them in ways where it's, it's not rushing. You know, you got to be attentive to certain other areas. It's a lot. So, and we look in the porn world, they get right to it. They're not attentive. Everything is so aggressive. It lacks emotion and love. It lacks emotion, yeah, and it lacks love, right? So, but I would say subconsciously, you start to download these things that you're seeing, and you don't ever know that you're taking on this this new idea of what making love is, and it kind of changed your DNA structure without you even eating anything. It's all in the mind. And the next thing you know, you you getting having problems in your relationship. Hey, baby, you, you're rushing and you're not attentive. And da, da, da. I personally went through that. So one day I just said, I decided, I said, you know what? I'm going to stop watching this. And when I stopped watching it, everything in the relationship got better. It's like I was more focused on her, her needs, what, her, what she liked, her dislikes. You start it, the human interaction part of things came back instead of me reacting something that I've seen and and you react to these things unintentionally. It's just downloaded into your subconscious and you act it out. And that's what I learned about um, just your your inner reality, your inner thoughts become your outer reality. That's when I discovered that. You know, so I, I say all that to say, you know. Um, I use that reference, but there's other people dealing with other things and they they don't know how to reprogram. But the simple solution is to always stop doing the thing that isn't working and then do the total opposite. And I promise you, you start to see better results in your life. Um, that's, that's just my testimony. Um, and that's one thing I want to do going forward from Christy, like is, you know, give testimonies from time to time. That's something I would like to do. So, I wanted to definitely share that in hopes that somebody else may be going through the same thing or something similar and just need to, and they they don't know what to do and what center direction to even go forth into. And I just want to say, just make sure you, you have to reprogram yourself and the best ways to do that is through meditation. It's through repetition. So consistently, even in positive affirmations, if you got to look at yourself and say, I, I, I am healing every day. I'm healing. Um, disease and illnesses 
is not part of my reality. And keep repeating these things every day, every day, every day. I do a three, six, nine manifestation. So I do one thing that I want to focus on. I say it three times in the morning. I say it six times in the afternoon and nine times at night. So if I say, I am attracting an abundance of money. I say that three times. I am attracting an abundance of money. I am attracting an abundance of money. I am attracting an abundance of money. I say that three times in the morning. Say that six times in the afternoon. And nine times I'm nine times at night because what that does is it sets your intentions yes. on what you actually want to bring forth into the physical world. And now, that's but, something that you could do. Anybody can do that. If they say I'm I wanna be a a, a faithful individual or um I I'm manifesting a, a a partner that's full of love, um, respect and kindness. If that's something that you want in your life. You can, repetition can help that bring forth truth to your life. Now, here's the thing with affirmations. It's, it's two things, two parts. Number one, you have to really mean it. Yes. You have to just know it. If you don't mean it and you're really just, uh, whatever, I'm, I'm going to yeah. attract the money. Nah, you're not attracting no money. Yeah. You might find a penny on the ground. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's all you're going to say. The second thing with affirmations what was I about to, how was I about to word that? Um, the second thing with doing the affirmations is with the consistency, you have mm. to literally be consistent with it. You have to, as you said, in the morning, in the evening, you have to make sure that you are really feeding yourself these affirmations. You cannot just think you're going to do it once or twice and it's going to work. It yeah. will not work like that. The It's, it's a power, it's a mind shift and it's a a power of literally like reprogramming yourself as you were saying. So you have to be consistent and like this affirmations are also like things that you can say in the morning. Like I will love myself more today. Mm. I will accept my flaws. Those are the kind of affirmations. A lot of people who are really lost and trying their purpose, finding their purpose are saying, they're doing those things. Once you get more to where me and truth are, then you're like, oh, I'm attracting all this money. I'm, I'm going to yeah. get this bag. But when yeah. you're starting on your journey and finding yourself, you have to start simple because you have to start with you before you can attract everything else. Mm-hmm. You have to get you together. So speaking of these affirmations and meditations, me and Truth are going to actually start working to bring you guys some more of these kind of things and introduce you. Uh, I know Truth really loves his Tibetan bowl, and I'm actually going to go get certified. I already paid for it and everything. Let's go get a certification in meditation starting yeah. in the uh, beginning of January or something like that. I don't remember the date, but yeah. going to really work to bring you guys a whole lot of value. You know, we want, and, and we're not going to charge anything. We're going to make some kind of group on Clubhouse. We probably record what goes on in there and post it on YouTube for those who aren't on Clubhouse because we know it's a private uh, or an invite only. It hasn't been uh, launched to the world yet. So we will make sure everybody can be a part of it. But if you are on Clubhouse, look up at Young Truth and look up Christy F. Steele. I know y'all see the spelling of our names on the screen. So definitely come find us. We'd love to connect with you. But seriously, we're going to switch up a lot of our format. I I don't want to stray too far from our topic, but I do want to let you guys know we've got some guests coming in the next episode. We have a young lady named Netta. I'm going to go ahead and save all of that for that next episode, but she's going to bring you some ultimate value. We're going to start talking about like trauma, how to identify trauma, I think um, we'll basically touch on a trauma two episodes in a row, but in different manners, because I really want people to start going inwards and identifying what is actually preventing them from their purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's something I had to do. In 2016, I saw my mother overdose and I had to stand there giving her chest compressions for eight minutes while I waited for an ambulance. I didn't see my life flash before my eyes, but I saw hers. And 
that was the scariest thing I ever had to deal with still to this day. And I've been hit by a car. I've had guns in my face. I got, I almost got shot in my face. I don't know where the bullet went. It should have hit me in the face. The glass busted right in my face and the bullet disappeared. But watching my mom in that state, knowing that she could die if I didn't react appropriately, it did something to my psyche. It, it messed me up. And I had to go inward to fix that. It triggered so much childhood trauma that had been left behind. Like, I guess I had abandonment issues. My mom went to prison when I was four. Uh, my first real like thing with abandonment was my grandmother. She uh, mm -hmm. almost died and I about lost it. She was gone for over a month in the hospital for rehab. And I wasn't, that was new to me. That was foreign. I was used to seeing my grandmother every day. And it really started a spiral of things. Then my mom, after prison, she still was in and out of jail. And it just became like this cycle. And mm. I covered it all up. I never dealt with it. So in that moment, when I saw what I thought was my mom about to die in front of me, every one of those moments flashed before my eyes. I was just seeing her life and my life together just replay. And I'm like, dude, I can't lose you now. Like, we've got too many conversations that we need to have before you go. And it just really made me center myself around finding my purpose. And I took myself to therapy. And I know I, we're going to bring race into this topic. I know in the black community, therapy has a giant stigma around it. Yeah. I'm mixed. I was raised in a white household. I feel like an outsider on these topics, y'all. So please forgive me. I'm trying to comfortably balance this. Being mixed in America is very hard. It is very hard to navigate this space. And it's uncomfortable. I know you can see it on my face. It is uncomfortable. But in the black community, therapy is really just like being pushed to the side until recently Charlemagne and a few other people, Dr. Jess, they are really pushing really hard for black mental health. And I really feel like more and more people need to go and get a therapist. And I have one, if I could have two, I would have two. <laughs> My therapist, she is a black woman. I, I can't, I can't trust other people with my problems right now. I can only trust her with all of my issues. I talk to her weekly. When I miss an appointment, she goes above and beyond to get me in, to keep me on track because mental health is very important when you've been traumatized. Yes. So in order to work on your purpose, deal with your trauma. Do not run from it. You can yeah. still talk to God and see a therapist too. I do. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that. That that that's that sounds like some some merch. You can still talk to God and see a therapist too. <laughs> Ooh, that's gonna be our first shirt. I'm yeah, yeah let's do that. Shirt. Let's do that. Cause I I I I see that on my body right now. <laughs> I see that on my body. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. I think it just come out of my head. But seriously, I really want you guys to consider professional help if you're in a dark place. Don't be scared. If you're scared, you can always personally reach out to me. I will help you find a therapist in your city. I will take the time to look one up, send you a list, get you a directory. I actually retweeted a directory on my at hip hop digital Twitter today. I know this will be a week from now, but you can go back and find it. <laughs> you yeah, can yeah. look it up. It'll be on there. I, I plan on building Save Our Families out with a whole bunch of resources and I'll link them up on Hood to Healer in due time and we'll really start getting you guys more content. But to get back on purpose, look at what you love to do. What is it you love to do? Mm. So truth, what is it that you really love to do? What is, what's that one thing you can't see, you know, living without? Um, the one thing that I love to do, um, I, I love health and nutrition. I, I love cooking. I love make. I love turning um, traditional soul food into vegan style foods. Um, I, I, I love, I love herbs. I love studying them, going on YouTube or Google, 
just because I heard a new herb or a new name and seeing its benefits, like I'm I'm a herbalist at heart, you know, like I, I just love nature. I I love um I, I, I love things in its natural order. Like I like I'm I, I love technology and stuff too, but I find my solitude in being out in nature, looking at, you know, um the natural order of things. When it's springtime, I, I'm excited to see bees um, go and get pollen, and you know, and bring it back to their, their where they harvest things at and create honey. Whatever they do, it they what they do. I love seeing that. I love seeing, um, you know, when the trees start to grow back, the, the leaves start to grow back on the branches when it's springtime. I like seeing that. I love to see the colors change. When it's um full, like I, I just love everything about nature, and 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 I guess that's the reason why I'm so heavy into like the herbalist thing. I like just, I love plants, you know. What I'm like if I, it would be a lot of plants in this apartment if our windows wasn't in the back, like our windows is in the back. So we had like the sun, direct sunlight. You probably see a whole lot of different plants in here. I just love doing that. So me loving that. I just change, I just take that and then I implement it into my life. So like, I'm like my own lab rat. I'm even when it comes to sea vegetation, like sea moss and, you know, um, bladder rack and all those different sea vegetation, just studying those. And it, um, the, the thing that stuck out, stood out to me most and what made me like it most is when I started to get into minerals and I started to discover I didn't discover it, but I discovered it for myself. You know what I'm saying? That um, a lot of the mineral contents that's in the earth, oh, we also possess that. Like We also have that. So like minerals like copper and gold, like these are things that people like wear on themselves, like chains and stuff. But we also have, that's also a mineral content with inside of us as well. And um, of course we hear about calcium and iron, those are the most common, but there's like so hundreds of minerals that our body possess, and those minerals are actually in the earth. Like, I'm excited when I hear it. I'm like, wow, like we are really made up of the same things that our earth carries and, and that the the universe carries. Like, even even atoms, like that's in stars with inside of us as well. Like, that stuff is exciting. So so for me, just studying those things, and I'm like, okay, cool. This is what our body needs to thrive. Um, I found purpose in sharing that information with my peers and my friends. Like, they call me about different things that they go through, like not to put names out there. Like I have friends that's dealing with different health health issues, like hypertension and you know diabetes, or you know, there's a lot of different things. Like, and I, I consult them. Like free of charge, like is it good? Like, cause they call and they reach out to me, and I'm like, I'm looking at it like, like wow, like you guys could have did anything. Y'all could have went on Google. Y'all could have, but y'all call me. Like, you know, like I answered a call, phone call yesterday. I normally, I normally don't answer numbers that I don't have on my phone, but like something like answer it. So I answered the phone and, and like, yo, what's good? I'm like, who's this? I didn't know who it was. And he told me his name and. He's dealing with about three different health issues right now. And I'm like, wow. I'm already working with one of my friends that um, he had hypertension most of his life. And then he was taking medication for the hypertension. And that medication then affected his kidneys. So now his wow. kidneys is failing. And we, we changed up. Like I, I gave him a new diet plan on what to eat. I call him every day see what he how he's doing like you know what you ate this morning or whatever the case and um and we went on we go what i like to do with these people we go on google together and and, and i, I want to say this because this is like purpose right so <laughs> so we, we go on google together and like I, I i know he has the hypertension so i'm like um i want you to do me do a favor for me i want you to do something for me he's like what i say i'm going google right now and just type in channel blockers 
And this is what I this is what I do to get people to actually trust in what I'm saying and, and let them know that I know what I'm doing. So I say, just do this on your, on your own. Go on Google and put in channel blocker. So he said, oh, it's like a list of medication. I said, do you see any of your do you see your medication on that list? And then he's like, yeah. He told me the name of the medication, and I'm like, all right, cool. I said, do you know why they call blood pressure medication channel blockers? And then he's like, nah. And I said, well, basically what that does is, you know, I said how the heart and the kidney works. There's a there's a, a, a tube or a valve in the heart where calcium goes through, and that's what's going to allow your heart to, to pump the oxygen to all the other organs, like your kidneys and stuff, so it can function the way it's supposed to. And he's like, wow. I'm like, well, do you know what? It's 1111 right now. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, um, so I'm like, so you know how you know why your blood pressure actually gets regulated? He's like, how? I'm like, because what the channel blockers do, it it blocks that tube so the calcium can't go through. So being that the calcium doesn't go through, your heart is not working, it's not pumping as hard or working as hard because nothing is going through to make that that exactly. relationship really work. Is. And then the blood levels just go down. So now your blood pressure is down, but guess what? The calcium that's needed to go into the heart through that tube is, is is not going there. So now that's making your kidneys fail. And then he's like, oh, I see. Yeah. He's like, wow. And I'm like, and what happens realistically is the, the doctor is going to keep you on that medication, but they're going to also give you another one just for kidney function. And then it's like, it's going to be a domino effect. And now you're going to take, it goes from one medication to two, to two medications to three or four. And I'm yeah. like, and, and I, I said, and you're too young. He's younger than me. Like, I think he's about 30 right now. I'm, I'm three years older than him. So um, he's like, I right, bet. So what, what can I do? I said, um, well, the first thing you got to do, I'm like, I'm like, your, 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 the tissue, your tissue in your body, your cells, in the, not even the blood yet, because when the, when the blood can't get rid of any toxins, your, your um, I would say the tissues, the tissues start to absorb them. So yeah. it's still in your body. It doesn't it, 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 it leave, but the, the body doesn't know what to do with it. So it just clinks on the cells, which can cause like cancerous cells. That's how you become yeah. sick is when you're holding in all of your waste. All, yeah. and, and you're speaking very much so the truth um, mm -hmm. that actually happened with my grandmother from one prescription to another, from one health problem to another, because those mm -hmm. prescriptions were not actually curing the problem. They were suppressing it and mm -hmm. only making the problem worse. So yeah. you have to, like you were saying, the diet plans, the actual sea moss, like I'm on sea moss and bladder rack mixture myself right now. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, your elderberry syrup. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how I'm like, I was really overweight and unhealthy for these last like eight years. I went from being an average of, I've always been on the heavier side, but I went from being like 180 to like 450 <laughs> that's that's a that's two people <laughs> that's, a, that's a jump right there and but the, but the thing i admire is that you actually take initiatives and some people don't do that they i always say it's i'm sorry for i'm gonna let you finish sorry like i just want to say this because like no, i want to salute you about that because what what happens is a lot of times people don't take that initiative i always say it's, it's not the health issue is it's, it's not really the medication most of the time it's a lifestyle and and that's and that's the thing that takes people under so i definitely salute you for even making that change because it's not easy it's not easy at all <clears throat> yep speaking about lifestyle and diet um uh, that's how i put on all the weight let's be transparent i was too busy getting high smoking weed playing video games trapped in my depression eating all the junk food i'll be honest with you i hated water I thought water was the worst tasting thing in the world. Yeah. You always catch me. You, you, you're about to know I'm from the Midwest. You'd always <laughs> catch me with a pop in my hand. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we do. That's like the soda for pop. <laughs> exactly. That's why I said you're going to know I'm from the Midwest when I come with that one. But we always yeah. had a pop. It, and, you know, that's it. I didn't really have water. I thought uh, sink water was the most disgusting thing in the world because mm. I would put it in a cup and you could just see all the stuff yeah. floating there and i would be like that looks like milk like i, yeah. I literally got a glass of water <laughs> in the sink one day and i held it up to my mom and i'm like 
why does it look like milk? And she was like, no wonder why you won't drink it. I'm like, because I look at it before I put it to my mouth and I can't do it. So I discovered to just go buy bottled spring water. I was like, that's the best thing I can do. Just spend money, get the bottled spring water. And that was my literally my first step. I noticed when I wasn't drinking all the sugar, I had less cravings for the sweets. So, excuse me. I'm just trying to give you guys some action steps. I know that when I first started Hood to Healers, like um, YouTube and the IG, that it all started off on my health journey because I really was super overweight and I was just trying to motivate myself to be consistent. I'm not going to lie. I did not have plans for this show when I launched that channel. Mm -hmm. I had plans to not be fat. (laughs) (laughs) That was the I had plans to not be fat and hopefully take other people on the journey with me to motivate them, to let them know, hey, no matter how big you've gotten, if you start today, if you start now, you can start knocking those pounds off. And I easily went from a 4X shirt to a 2X. I'm happily wearing a loose 2X shirt right now. And mm-hmm. I'm st- I've still got a lot weight. I mean, look at these chubby cheeks. I'm not done, but... I went from literally two shirt sizes in four months because I put in the work. I cut out the sweets. That's Mm -hmm. where I started. Water and pop and uh, junk food. I cut that out. Once I got that under control, I started cutting because I was on the vegan path and I started eating meat again. I messed up. So I'm, I'm back to pescatarian. I'm only eating fish and shrimp. I haven't bought any chicken, turkey burgers in months. I've been doing really good with that, but I'm moving forward into the next steps, which is I'm going to be cutting that out too. It's going to go back to just the black bean burgers and, you know, whatever else I I want, you know, but it's, you got to have action steps. And so if you just literally start with one thing at a time, don't overwhelm yourself That's how a lot of people get distracted is they try to do too much too fast, even with finding your purpose, one step at a time. Um, Somebody recommended a book. I'll have to bring it up in another show. But I watched a video that changed my whole life recently, said stop making goals and start creating systems of achievements. And what 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 they were saying is basically when you set a goal in mind, you're always focused on the end game. And you mentioned this earlier. We can't focus on the ending when we're still in the middle. So if we just focus on one step at a time, we're more likely to actually achieve that goal realistically because we won't give up. We're only focused on the small step not the ending. And so many people want to rush to the end that they get like discouraged in the middle and quit. But if you really just set small systems of achievement, working towards that end goal, it makes the flow so much smoother. It definitely does. I totally agree with that. Just taking the the small steps and, and focusing on it right now. And we definitely need to have an episode about that. Like just the focusing on it right now, you know, um, and chopping it up about that. But um, that that's my spew at the moment, yeah. like, on my end. I, I feel like I got everything I needed to get out, and I hope that everybody – I don't like to, I don't like to use the word hope. I would just say may everybody receive the message in its true intention because I, I don't hope that the the bills get paid. I got to make sure. So I don't like to use the word hope. <laughs> but um, so may everybody, you know, receive you know, this message – and its true intentions and in its rawest form. Um, that's my spiel. I don't know about you. You got anything you want to add? Good. You know, just uh, com. We're going to be making some updates and changes. Like I said, go follow at Young Truth. Um, you can follow us at Hood the Healer. If you want to personally follow me, it's at Christy F. Steel. Check the descriptions for all the links. We will be getting some merch together rather soon. I'm going to be having a side conversation with Truth, how we can get some CMOS and stuff over on the Hood the Healer store eventually. Yes. So we're going to get some things going on. 
I want y'all to start leaving us some more comments and feedback so we can get more information that's based on what you guys want. So really interact with us and we'll interact back with you. We appreciate all of the support and y'all stay blessed until next week. All right. All right. From the streets of the Hamptons, peace of the mansion. I've been on the mission, take the knowledge for ransom. Had to free my mind, get a little expansion. Huh? Hug the hill ahead of triple your chances. From the streets of the Hamptons, peace of the mansion. I've been on the mission, take the knowledge for ransom. Had to free my mind, get a little expansion. Huh? Hug the hill ahead of triple your chances. Huh?